You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Excited ba kayo dito sa series na ito? Oo, excited din kami. Excited din ako. <laughs> Pinag-uusapan natin itong series na ito para makita natin na yung marriage and relationships ay meron din hong um, missional and eternal perspective. Ibig sabihin, no, hindi lang yung dahil nasa marriage na kayo o dahil nasa isang uh, relationship kayo, eh, hanggang doon na lang, sa inyo na lang yon. You keep it to yourselves. Our, our, our objective, our goal is for others to see, lalo na ho yung mga hindi pa nakakakilala sa Panginoon, you know, those who are still unbelievers, na nire-reach out ho natin. E unang-unang hong titignan ng mga taong yan ay yung relationship natin you know, sa asawa natin. Paano nilang sasabihin at maniniwala na totoo o buhay ang Panginoon kung nakikita nilang may chaos sa, sa marriage, di ba? Doon sa nagre-reach out. So uh, that is uh, our objective. And uh, for us also to look at love and marriage in light of Christ's uh, relationship with us. Now, ito ho, as we see that, it will of course transform our uh, relationships and marriages. Meron ho ako isang case study kasi alam niyo naman po siguro yan, no? family ministry, dami yung nagpapakounsel, meron isang sumulat. Tapos uh, pumayag naman siya na i-share ko ho sa inyo. Uh, and and uh, sabi niya ito, ito yung love story niya. Inumpisahan niya with this, ano, nasa Tagalog po. Sabi niya, doon sa babae, hindi ko makakalimutan ang ngiti mo nung una kitang makita. Naalala ko noon, doon sa fast food pa lang. Sabi niya, sinasabi, sabi niya, ito, sinabi ko sa sarili ko, she is the one. Nagkasabay sila sa counter. Nagkasabay silang dalawa doon. Nagkatitigan. At sabay silang umorder, ang sabi nila, two-piece chicken joy with extra rice. Nagtinginan sila. Pagharap ulit sa cashier, sabi nila, and then upgrade to pineapple juice. Sabay ngiti. Noon pa lang, sabi itong lalaking to, alam ko na that you're the one. You are the one I want to spend the rest of my life with. Kaya pinapangako ko na, I will be the man for you. Umabot na ho, sa wedding day. Pinapangako ko, pasisiyahin kita. I'll be there whenever you need me. I'll be patient with you at all times. Yun ang sinabi niya. I promise, I will never change. Mahal na mahal kita. Gusto ko, ikaw ang pinakamaligaya sa lahat. Kahit na hindi naging tayo. Nilampasan siya! Kahit hindi naging tayo, and I will always be your best friend. Ano ba naman storya to? Ano man naman klase yan? Bakit naman ganun? Bakit ba ganun ang mga kwentong buhay? Ano po? Bakit may mga kwentong buhay na hindi natin maintindihan? Pag ganito ho mga naririnig nyo, ito na lang ang sabihin ninyo. Ikwento mo na lang yan sa kambing na may banks. Maghanap ka ng kambing na may banks at yan ang kausapin mo. We hear some singles who dread this month, February. Yung iba ginagawa na nilang joke kasi sinasabi nila, anong mas gusto mo? Friday the 13th? February the 14th na wala kang kadate? O February 15 na wala kang sweldo? Parang ano bang pipiliin mo? Siguro yung iba, sabi nilang, hindi, doon na lang ako sa Friday the 13th kahit hindi totoo. But kidding aside, yung mga married couples din, ano, still there are some challenges that we face. Is it really a struggle relating with your spouse? 
why wouldn't things be settled between a husband and a wife? Last week, yun yung, yun yung exactly what we talked about, you know, selfless love, that only God, you know, through Jesus Christ, would we experience na, na firsthand. Kasi Jesus is the ultimate expression of the greatest kind of love that we could ever receive. Week one ho yon. And then today, we'll be talking about marriage. Itong topic ho ng marriage na ito, it, 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 it talks about yung relationship. Nakikita natin yung picture ng relationship ni Christ to the church. And dapat nga daw, yun yung, maging, yun yung application natin. Nahihirapan ho tayo na i, uh, uh, mahalin yung ating mga asawa. You know, para sa mga singles, eh, ito ay isang tamang panahon na para sa inyo, para mag-practice. Sino ang pagpapractisan ninyo? Huwag yung kung sino-sino. Mag-practice tayo sa mga magulang natin. We've been talking about selfless love. And the first people, kung ikaw ay single, that you will practice this to are your parents or your siblings. Kahapon ho, I had the, uh, the, also the privilege to preach to, the, to our youth nung 3 p.m. po. And, and that is the same message. There, this is a perfect season for our students. And ganun ho, nai-extend din ito sa mga singles whom ngayon ay is in the time of waiting. Pero yung ba ho ay uh, something for you to really struggle, mamastruggle kayo na yung Lord, kakaintay, kakaintay ko na, ang tagal-tagal na. You know, people whom we have prayed with, kasi minsan nagiging katatawanan, yung mga single, hanggang ganyan, ganto ganyan. You know, but if you're serious about it, you know, allow people to stand with you, to pray with you, and to pray for you. Eh, ano ba naman yung sabihin natin sa Panginoon na Lord, you know? This may be a, a uh, funny thing for other people, but I am, Lord, I am presenting these things to you. Lord, gusto ko mag-asawa. Allow mo naman ako ma-experience ito. But anyway, kung gusto nyo marinig pa yung more on that, attend kayo ng Let's Talk Marriage of Feb 28. Next week, we'll be talking about relationships. And the fourth week, we'll be talking about compassion. Our society strongly influences us that there should be a battle of position. Ano bang position ito? Position of what? Doon sa marriage, who should be leading? Yun ang mga kadalasan ng mga tanong sa atin. Eh, no? Who should be the voice at home? Who should make the final decision? Who should be this who should be that? Is it really about taking a position or us fulfilling a responsibility which the Lord Himself, himself has you know, decided for us? Hindi naman ho tayong dumating into the marriage and relationship na thinking, hindi kami ang gagawa na sarili naming uh, regulation dito sa relationship na ito. And then the Lord has given us commandments. He has given us so many instructions only for us to follow. Hindi wag na ho tayong gumawa o mag-deviate do sa mga sinasabi niya para lang ho magkaroon tayo ng self-satisfaction. It's never been about us. It should always be the other person. Do we learn how to be more selfish in marriage? Or can we understand what being selfless really means? Selfless, I just made a, my own definition. Ano? Sabi dito, is that I will put you first, I, I will put you first, and I will always put me last. Lagi kitang uunahin. Corny ba yon? Maybe to some. But that, are, that, that is the very uh, statement na sinasabi ko palagi sa asawa ko. 
Cheesy. Nakita ko yung may mga quotations na binanggit si Pastor Timothy Keller. You know? At uh, nakita, uh, ito yung tatlo sa mga uh, uh, quotations na sabi ko, wow, ang galing nito. Sinabi niya, real love, the Bible says, instinctively desires permanence. It is not something that you can put a stop to. Na parang, oh, hanggang dito lang yan. Hindi. It is permanent. He also said that marriage has the power to set the course of your life as a whole. If your marriage is strong, even if all the circumstances in your life around you are filled with trouble and weakness, it won't matter. You will be able to move out into the world in strength. And then the third uh, quote na sinabi niya, the gospel is this, we are more sinful and flawed in ourselves than we ever dared believe. Yet at the very same time, we are more loved and accepted in Jesus Christ than we ever dared hope. Anong kinalaman niyan sa marriage? Malaki. Kasi yun ho yung tinitignan natin, that, is, that will always be the foundation, the basis of everything. Pagdating ho sa love, pagdating sa relationships, pagdating sa, sa, sa marriage. It is not made by man. It is because of how Jesus Christ you know, uh, denied Himself. And He poured out His all para ma-experience natin itong sinasabi nating selfless kind of love. Now, how does the Bible remind us when it comes to marriage? So at this time, I'd like for all of you to please stand up as you read with me uh, our text for this morning nasa Ephesians 5 verses 22 to 33. Alright, let's read it all together. We start in verse 22. It says here, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything. Pwedeng pakiulit yon. Submit in everything. Nangingiwi pa ang mukha. In everything. To their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and then gave Himself up for her, that He might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the Word, so that He might present the church to Himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of His body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you that once again, Lord, we allow ourselves to be excited to hear from you, Lord, again, it is, it's not about my experience. It's not about my own words or my own thoughts. 
Lord, my, th- my words and my thoughts are weak. But your word, Lord, your thoughts, your ways is so much powerful, Lord, that you, you through the Holy Spirit, it, 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 can, it can pierce our hearts. It can speak to us. Allow us to once again be strongly reminded of that selfless love that you have poured out upon us so that we may apply this same selfless kind of love to our spouses and the people around us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It has been once said that if there is one institution that would kill the selfish us, kung meron hong isang bagay o isang kung, kung ano man ho yun, napapatay talaga ho sa, sa ating, uh, what's selfish yung Tagalog? Uh, makasarili. Pwede ko bang gamitin yung swapang? Pwede. Ako yun, ako lang yun. Hindi ako lang yun, hindi kayo yun. Pero yung mga makakas- makasarili, ano ho? If there is one institution that would kill the selfish you, that is marriage. Kung gusto niyong matanggal yung pride, subukan niyong pumasok sa marriage. Pero yung iba, hindi na. Matagal lang ako nasa marriage, prideful pa rin tong asawa ko. Eh. Ah, counseling, okay, please. Ano. You want to know how it feels like to be told of your faults and flaws, and you still get to feel that you are truly loved? You get into marriage. Paul exhorted the submission and love between husband and wife back then because probably they were not used to doing it. Parang bago, bago ito sa kanila. Alam naman ho natin that for many, many years after that, okay, this, this has not changed. Pero para karamihan ho sa atin, ito ay isang bagong bagay din para sa atin. Bakit ba talaga ho tayo nahihirapan magmahal, magpatawad? You know, why is it so hard for us even to forget, you know, the mistakes of the past. Okay, maraming issues. Marami talagang issues. There are family issues. There are parental issues. There are financial issues. There are trust issues. There are, sinabi ko na kanina, can't forget about the past issues. May mga obedience issues. May mga pride issues. May mga personality issues. You know, bitterness, unforgiveness, everything else is eating us up and we are just so consumed with it. Masyado tayo na focus dun sa mga issues. Last week, and, and you know, hopefully today, our desire is, kung naintindihan na natin yung preaching last week about the selfless love of God through Jesus Christ, eh, i-elevate na natin ang sarili natin ngayon para hindi ho pa ulit-ulit yung sinasabi natin. Because we, we, when we understood that last week, oo, naintindihan ko na. Be imitators of God. Walk in love. Yun ang sinasabi doon sa Ephesians 5.1. Kasi we are His beloved children. So nung time na yun, nung hindi natin alam na if we are, you know, do we, are we really receiving, you know, uh, or is, is our emotional tank being filled up at, that, at this time? Yes, kasi declaration na yun ni Paul, we are beloved children. Kung Kristiyano ho tayo, kung sinasabi natin Kristiyano tayo. But if we are not you know, just even telling ourselves na, oo, tinanggap ko na nga ang Panginoon. Then, hindi natin maintindihan yung sinasabing we are beloved children. Beloved means we are much, lo- much loved people. Sobra na, hindi lang natin alam, hindi natin nararamdaman. Kasi ang gusto natin is what we are, you know, it, it, it should be coming from people that we are with. Kailangan ito, yung nakikita ko, nakikita ko, bumubuka ang bibig niya, sinasabi niya sa akin. Eh hindi, nangungusap ang Panginoon sa atin through His Word. And sometimes, the reason why we don't hear God is because we don't read His Word. 
As simple as that lang po. Ephesians 5:15 to 17 reminds us, sabi dito, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Now, to live morally is to live wisely. People who choose to be foolish lives apart from God and His commandments. Hindi ko maintindihan bakit ganun talaga mag-isip si Lord na, you know, He would give us His instructions and commandments, but He will give us also, you know, that opportunity to choose whether sumunod ka o hindi. Pero siyempre, ang desire naman ng Panginoon ay sumunod tayo. You know, neither can I understand the truth. Kasi hindi natin alam, distorted na yung pag-iisip natin. Tapos hindi rin natin kung ano yung truth, hindi natin alam kung ano yung true state of way of living natin. Because all that is wrong becomes right for us. Distorted po ang ating mindset. Distorted na po yung ating puso. For sure, Christians are tayo ho, tayong lahat. We are encouraged to avoid behaving like fools. Now, in verses 18 to 20, it says here, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit, addressing uh, one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with our hearts, you know, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know how it feels to get drunk with wine? I don't know. Pero for sure, when you, don't, when you get drunk with wine, at lasing na lasing ho, you don't think right, you don't speak right, you don't act right. Kasi meron hong, ano eh, you're intoxicated, and they're, they're, somehow the, the, the wine, yung alak ho, has taken control of everything. Hindi na ho tayo makapag-isip, makapagsalita, at maka, you know, how to act right. Many relationships are destroyed by this. But Paul was, was encouraging, encouraging us, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why? Because when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, when we acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is the one who you know, rules and reigns over us, you know, it, it gives us wisdom, discernment. You know, we speak right, we can act right, and we can think right. Imbis na malasing sa alak, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And with the relationship that we have with our spouses, sabi dito, that we can, you know, worship together. Is that some sort of a religiosity that both of you in your own room, that you are worshiping? Hindi. Because it's a form of celebration. You worship together, making melody to the Lord with our hearts. I think some of the couples... Not from here. <laughs> they forget to do that very important thing as well. Ano yung sa umaga, ano yung unang lumalabas o sa bibig natin? Sometimes when we are not well with our spouses, unang lumalabas ay yung reklamo kaagad. We grumble most of the time. We forget to give thanks always. But Paul says, give thanks always and for everything to God in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, regardless of the situation that we are going through, Lord, talagang ang hirap. Sa totoo lang, wala namang... Mad- May, meron bang makakapagsabi dito, Wow! Saya-saya ng buhay namin ngayon! Hindi pwede. 
Lord, nasaya ng buhay namin ngayon despite the things that we are going through and experiencing. Kasi that is the encouragement. <laughs> Let's worship the Lord first thing in the morning. Magpasalamat tayo. Magpasalamat tayo. May asawa ka pa. Bakit? Di ba? Yung iba, they've already lost their spouse. Even at a young age. Pinapanood ko yung commercial na yan sa YouTube po. I found myself crying. Sabi ko, ba naman to? Bigla ako naging emotional nung isang araw. You know, because they were also showing a, a, a commercial between a, a couple who's already in their senior years. Eh sabi ko, konting panahon na lang to. <laughs> we only see what we see at this time. But we don't go beyond what we, you know, what, 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 what our eyes can see. Sinasabi natin, bata pa naman kami, mahaba pa yung panahon. You know, mahaba ang panahon. Pero when the Lord decides on something, yung hindi natin talaga gusto. I didn't even get that opportunity. You know, even ma-date ko man lang ang asawa ko, alam mo yun, linggo-linggo. More of that in Let's Talk Marriage. February 28, that's a Tuesday. Sabi sa verse 21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Submitting to one another is often a misunderstood concept. You know, it doesn't mean becoming a doormat. Kasi yun nga eh, parang naman akong doormat dito. Uh, uh, my wife or my husband is always stepping on me. It is a commandment. Mutual submission preserves order and harmony in the family while it also increases love and respect among family members. So, bago pa binanggit yung binasa natin kanina, verse 22, there is a previous commandment for us to submit to one another. Jesus Himself, He submitted to the Father, you know, to the point of allowing Himself to die on the cross. Si Jesus na huyon. Philippians 2, you know, ang sabi dito, let each of you look not only to your own interest, but also to the interest of others. Have the mind, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. It's not there, please just take note. Philippians 2, 4 to 8. You know, Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God, it is a thing to be grasped. But made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. When we submit to God, we become more willing to obey you know, his command to submit to others. And this is between spouses or any other relationship that we have. That is to subordinate our rights to theirs. Now, if we are saying that marriage is in light of Christ's relationship to the church, then submission should be a joy. For a wife to submit, it should be a joy. It should not be a burden. Pakisabi nga po, all the wives say to submit should be with joy. Pataas nga ng kamay ng lahat ng wives, 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 wives. Eh, parang tatatlo lang yung nagsabi. 
Basahin nyo ulit. To submit should be a joy. Labas sa ilong. Si sir, dalawang beses na ho nag amen Sino mga single? Taas ang kamay. Hindi, single women. Oh, sabihin nyo rin to. To submit should be a joy. Thank you. Parang masakit sa bangsi ang ano ninyo. Ah. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and he is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives, tapos sabihin ng wives, putol na, wala na, wala na ako nababasa. But Paul says, wives should submit in everything to their husbands. You know, people nowadays tend to disregard this command. Etong command na ito applies to every Christian wife. To every Christian wife. Lalo na sa mga Christian wife. Okay? No matter what her own abilities are, kung ano yung educational attainment, even if you are a Bible scholar, Aba, nakatapos ako sa ganito-ganong mga school. You know, I have uh, so much education in ATS, etc., etc. Even if your spiritual maturity, y- yung advance ka na in your spiritual maturity than your husband, even if you have a higher salary, even if you have a better company, even if you, you have a different family background na pinagmamalaki na, you know, ganitong pamilya namin, you know, and so on and so forth. Ang submission is not the husband's command, but for the wife to lovingly and willingly offer, as this is God's command. Sinabi ng Panginoon yan. <laughs> now, questions like, what if the husband, ito, normal to, what if the husband is not a Christian? Will I still submit? The answer is yes. You still have to submit to your husband. Okay, mahabang usapan na naman to. Let's talk marriage, February 28. <laughs> Di ba sinasabi rin sa scripture, even if you have an unbelieving husband, basta mo kang aalis dyan, no? do not stay away from, from the place where God has placed you. Because who knows, by your actions, by your words, your husband might be, may be saved. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Saan, natutuwa ako sa inyo. Nakakaapat na kayong amen. Ano po? Yes! Submission is limited only also, sabi dito, to your own husbands. Na-notice nyo, sinabi, submit to your own husbands. To the only man God has placed over you, di ba, bilang mga wife, kayo. There's only one that, one that God has placed over you. Naiinis ka na sa asawa mo, nakukonsumi ka na. So, parang inisan iniisip mo, ha, doon na lang kakausapin ko yung office mate ko. Tapos yung office mate mo, doon ka na lang nagsasubmit. Hindi ho pwede yun. Lumayo ka doon. Umalis ka doon. Because you are your own husband's personal and intimate relationship. So again, submissions should be a joy. Easy for me to say that? Kayo na ho bahala. You decide. Secondly, to love should be a delight. Para ngayon ito sa lahat ng mga husbands. Loving your spouse should be... Ang ah, sarap dito pala nakikita yung mga reaction. Parang nasa seminar ko lang. 
Hmm, sinabi ko sa iyo eh. Mak- hmm. Makinig ka, makinig ka, di ba? It's a delight, it's not a displeasure. It's not hating doing it. May isa naman dito na nag amen yung, bab- yung, yung wife naman. Sige. Ephesians 5:25 to 28 says, Husbands, love your wives. Please take note that the Apostle Paul was addressing to the husbands, kaya sabi niya, love your wives. Hindi niya sinabing, you husband, you love your wives. Iisa lang ho dapat ang asawa. Hindi asawas. Ay, yes. <laughs> in Jesus' name, Lord. Ano ba itong mga to? Love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her, that He might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the Word, so that He might present the church to Himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. How should we love our wives? Nako. Okay lang ba yun? Kailangan mo maintindihan natin. May command, pero we need to know also how to do it. We are to be willing to sacrifice for everything for her. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, be willing to sacrifice everything for her. Yung asawa ni Bingel, pakinggan mo to. Basta <laughs> asawa mo. Wala pa. Okay, ano yun? Papano yun? Maybe we have our own dreams and aspirations. Okay? Uh, and, and, and parang matagal na natin tong gusto. Pero, but if, but if it will cost our marriage, eh, bitawan natin yun. You know, malamang, you know, gust- please, no offense ha, I, I don't mean anything. Just This is just me. Kung ano, sa akin na lang ho kayo magalit. Pero anyway, you want to go abroad, you want to, uh, you know, do this, do that. Wala hong marriage na yung, yung design ng Panginoon sa marriage na yung sinasabing, hindi, pwede naman yun eh, na mag- maghiwalay kayo. May technology naman eh, pwede naman kayo mag-usap doon. I don't really know exactly how an OFW feels. If for a season that the Lord spoke to you clearly, to both of you, hindi yung isa lang, Kasi minsan sabihin, you know, sabi ni Lord, sabi ni Lord sa akin, labas daw muna ako for six years. Eh, paano naman yung sa wife? If the Lord can speak to the husband, the Lord can also speak to the wife to confirm. Ngayon, kung ang sinasabi ng Panginoon, that, you know, hindi, stay where you are, I will bless you even double. Kung ano yung tingin mo, kikitain mo doon, bless kita dito, double. It's a declaration. It's it's not in the Bible, you know, but it's a declaration. It's a prayer. So please pray together. Kung merong mga pangarap na yung akala natin, hindi, ito yung makakaahon sa atin sa buhay, hindi. Hindi yung mabubusog ang, as, pama, ang asawa natin o ang pamilya natin sa pangarap lang. Hindi mabubusog yan sa puro, you know, yung mga pangako and all these things. I don't want to waste 6, 10, 15 years being outside, you know, not being in the presence of my wife and family. Especially now, kids grow up so fast, they need our presence. Make her well-being a primary importance, yun yung isa pa. Ang sinasabi natin, I'll put you first 
your interest first. I'll listen to you when you talk. Even if I am tired, you know, I will pray for God's grace to be upon me and give me strength. Totoo. You know why? Tuesdays are the longest days for us here in the office. Rating kami dito mga nine week, get home probably eight o'clock. Ang haba nun. Pag medyo nandun ka na sa ano, di ba? Pag 50 ka na, madali ka rin mapagod eh. Ah, inaantok ako ng mga 8, mga 9, ganun. Pero pag umuwi ako, Lord, I pray for your grace, Lord. Yung, yung, yung for... Give me extra strength. I know my wife is going to talk to me. I need to talk to my spouse. You know, and, and, and Lord, I want to listen to her. Verse 20, so verse 26, balikan nyo lang. Verse 26, tayo rin ano, ang greatest desire for our wives is that she will be perfectly conformed to Christ, that she may be led to purity as well. Washing of the word, di ba? Uh, verse 26. So, lahat ho yun. Ang dami kong gustong sabihin. Now, part of our responsibility also is leading our family in the spiritual aspect. Eh, yun eh, talagang, yun, we need to lead. Dahil kung hindi, you know, who is going to lead? Our wives can lead. Pero, yun ba eh, nakaka-glorify sa Panginoon? Hindi lang siya, kundi kayong dalawa. Because this is a team, this is a marriage. So anyway, I just want to go on. Um, mapaparami ang sasabihin ko eh. Thirdly, the union of marriage is intimate and it is inseparable. Sabi ko sa Ephesians 5.31, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and then hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Being one flesh is one in mind, one in thought, one in heart, one in love because there is only one Lord. Isa lang ho ang Lord sa buhay natin. Isa lang ho ang Panginoon sa buhay natin. We leave our parents to start off a new family. Leaving his father and mother. We start a new family. We start a new responsibility. We cleave to our spouses to carry on God's divine plan for marriage. Ang marriage ho, it is inseparable. It is personal. It is exclusive. It is intimate. Only between the two of you. Sino ba yung nakalagay doon sa marriage contract na yan? Pangalan lang nating dalawa yan. It is only... Hindi ako nagagalit. Ha? Excite lang ako. It is unbreakable. It is glued together. Being glued together. Being cemented together. The Lord emphasizes of the permanence of this union. Now, some people may still ask, what's in it for me? Eh, ano ngayon sa akin yung mga yan? Ano ba yung mga bagay na yan? So, sige, tanungin natin ang sarili natin ngayon. What is it really for us? Does it really matter whether we benefit from what we do or not? Kailangan ba ho laging nasusuklian yung lahat nating ginagawa? Does it really matter that every time we show love, we pour love, you know, you just give your all, that we expect the same in return? Kailangan ba hong ganon? You know, nagiging laban ngayon sa marriage. Yan ho ang tinuturo ng society. Yan ho ang kultura ngayon. Tayo ho yung mga Kristiyano, dapat tayo ang nagtuturo sa labas. Pero dahil alam natin, we go through the same problems, imbis na tayo ang mag-encourage sa kanila, nadadala tayo sa kung anong mga sinasabi ng ibang tao. Now, balik ta rin ho natin ang sitwasyon. What if it was Christ who asks the same question? Now, what's in it for Him? What's in it for me? What did it cost Jesus? Did Jesus say, you know, I showed love, I poured out love, I gave my all? Tapos sasabihin niya sa atin, tuturo pa niya tayo. You people should be doing something to return this favor. 
Gusto ba ho natin marinig sa Panginoon yun? But we all know that He did not. Because Jesus responded to the Father's will by showing His selfless love through His death on the cross. Ipinakita niya ho ito sa ating lahat para maintindihan ho natin na ganito ang klase ng relationship na gusto you know, natin matutunan. Mahirap talaga mali ng asawa mo. Pero ito ang pinapakita ng Panginoon sa atin. The primary motivation why we can do this, Ephesians 4, the last part, it says here that we have been forgiven. Tayo ho ay pinatawad. And we go back also reviewing, I'm about to end. Nasa isang terrible situation ho tayo noon. We were in a terrible situation. And this is how Ephesians 2 explains it to us. We were already dead in our trespasses and sins. Can I ask the keyboardist to come up, please? We were already dead in our trespasses and sins in which we all once walked. Following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. We were dead. Past tense po. Among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Kung tutuusin, kung tao ho ang kausap natin dito, wala na talaga. Ang hirap kasi ho natin magpatawad at magmahal eh. But in verse 4, it says here, God, or very important yung word na but, no? but God, but God being rich in mercy because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses. O tandaan po natin yun, even when we, when we were dead in our trespasses. Kahit na ho, we were still foolish in our ways. Kahit na sobrang talaga na yung... Sobra talaga yung ginagawa natin. Even when we were dead, He made us alive together with Christ. It is by grace that we have been saved and raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that in the coming ages, He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace that we have been saved through faith, Pwede ko bang i-reword ito? Okay lang ba yun? For it is by grace only that we have been showed love. It is by grace, His grace, that we have been treated well. It is by His grace, that's the reason why we are where we are at this time. It is through faith. And this is not our own doing. It is from the gift of God. Not a result of our works. No one so that no one can boast. There is absolutely nothing to boast about. Kung tayo po sa mag-asawa, relationships, ang dami natin pwedeng ipagmalaki sa kanya, yung niyayabang natin, alam ba na ganito, ganyan. Sa Panginoon, hindi tayo makakapag-boast. Wala tayo may, may pagmamalaki sa Panginoon. We don't deserve a bit of His love but it's because of His grace that we have been saved. We have all been given grace even in the midst of the most terrible attitudes towards God. 
we have been offered salvation even while we were still enjoying sin. Now, if this is how God showed us how to love selflessly, what would it take us to do the same in our marriage and relationships? Paano ba ho? Last verse, Ephesians 5, 32-33. I'm about to end. The mystery is profound. And I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Marriage really is a sacred reflection of the magnificent and beautiful mystery of the union between Christ and the church. It is a mystery. I cannot explain it. Not until only that we, we, we get to have that intimate relationship with the Lord that we will be able to understand this. Only us as individuals, yung individual relationships natin, dun lang natin talaga maintindihan yun. When we love selflessly as husband and wife, it is only because that we have already experienced it. It is because of how Christ loved the church. Submission, loving, respect, all easy. Only if, only and only if we remember what was given to us. You know, I'd like to pray for, 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 for all of you. I'd like to pray first for all the husbands and the wives. I pray that, Lord, you would, you know, just unite them all the more. I pray that you would, uh, you know, even you yourself, you are the one who will satisfy their needs. Lord, you will be the one to provide for them. You will be the one to take out all the burdens, the concerns, and all those trouble, Lord, all those issues that they have been you know, fighting for in the past. I pray for unity. I pray that everyone, Lord God, everyone will really understand that there is really nothing to boast about. You have poured out love even if we did not deserve it. I pray for all the singles. I pray for those people who are about to enter marriage. That even if they had seen something, Lord, na yung natroma sila, because probably of the relationship of their parents, or probably the relationships of other people, parang it has given them a... a not so good picture of marriage, Lord, ikaw liwanagi mo sa kanila. Allow them not to fear, Lord, entering marriage. They should not dread marriage. In fact, even at this time, even if they hear so many, so many stories of, of, of fighting and all these things, Lord God, make them all the more excited. Put it in their hearts that submission is a joy and loving is a delight. I pray for all the relationships again, Lord God. All the relationships restored. All the relationships restored. 